Well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever time of the day it, it may be. Where you are at the moment, or whenever you're watching this, welcome again to another Bible teaching from the Ministry of a Love Outreach. My name is Dave Nelson, and for those of you watching on YouTube or one of the other many po um, podcast platforms that we are on, we thank you for joining us, and please be sure to subscribe to or follow us like, whatever the case may be. Uh, today we are going to go ahead and continue on in our study of the book of Acts. Last week we studied up on through verse 31, and today we will go ahead and make our way on through the rest of chapter 9 of the book of Acts. But if you haven't already done so, and you are in a position where you can do so, I really encourage you to go ahead and open your Bibles up there, Acts chapter 9, and follow along with us today. But let's go ahead and look down, and I'm just going to go ahead and start reading again in verse 31, where it says, Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace, and were edified, and walking in the fear of the Lord, and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. So I touched on this last week, but now there's this period of time um, for the church, the body of Christ, the believers in Jesus, the born-again believers in Jesus, where they had a time of peace. There was no persecution happening for this period of time of however long it might have been. That word edified there in verse 31 is a word that simply means that they were built up. They were made strong in the Lord, in their faith in the Lord. Um, they were living reverent lives. And as a result, the Holy Spirit was comforting them and multiplying them. They were growing in number. The body of Christ was you know, still expanding quickly at this time. The gospel was going forth into many regions and people were coming to Christ. And in verse 32 here, we will begin to get some information about the ministry of the apostle Peter. And it says here, now it came to pass as Peter went through all parts of the country that he also came down to the saints who dwelt in Lydda. So again, this is just evidence that the body of Christ was much bigger than the congregation that met in Jerusalem. There were believers in Jesus throughout a very wide area at that time, as is the case today as well. And we talked about this last week. The body of Christ is made up of people worldwide, born-again believers in Jesus worldwide, right? The believers are here referred to in verse 32 as saints. And then verse 33 says, There he found a certain man named Aeneas who had been bedridden eight years and was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus the Christ heals you. Arise and make your bed. Then he arose immediately. So all who dwelt in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. Now, I have pointed this out in teachings past, but it's very important to keep in mind here that any time that there was 
a miracle, where there were miracles, signs, and wonders performed that we read about in the book of Acts, like we see here in verse 34, there was always salvation that took place. People would see the miracle and then come to the Lord. This is what the Lord was doing in that time, and the church was expanding, you know, and growing, right? And this was the job of the apostles of Jesus, the men that Jesus directly chose himself to go out and to spread the word, to bring people to faith in him, and to grow the body of Christ as a whole. That's what they were doing. An apostle was someone that was directly chosen by Jesus while he was on the earth, and then with one exception from a scriptural standpoint, he chose the Apostle Paul after he had already ascended back into heaven. And all of these apostles were performing miracles, signs, and wonders. And many of those acts are recorded here in the book of Acts, right? Which is also referred to as the Acts of the Apostles. Okay, that's what we call this book here. And that's why it's called Acts, right? Because they were doing these things, right? These miracles, signs, and wonders. These were the Acts of the Apostles. Now, of course, the Holy Spirit was the one behind what they were doing, we know, right? And the Holy Spirit can still work today in the lives of believers to comfort them and to also, of course, bring people to Jesus. And... But the Bible is clear that what the Lord by His Spirit was doing through His chosen apostles was not the norm, okay? Today, the Word of God is preached, the gospel, that is, right, the, king, the gospel of the kingdom. And people are, are invited to repent and to come to faith in Jesus, right, still to this day, right, to be a servant of the risen Lord, right? Who, who will give us his spirit to indwell us and to lead and to guide us through this temporary life in which we now live. So as believers, we're pressing on by faith, realizing that this is not our final destination. We're just passing through. We're going home. And the Spirit of the Lord indwells us today to comfort us, to counsel us, to get us through this time, right? And also, we're here, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, the working of the Holy Spirit through us, we can share the gospel with other people still to this day and see the body of Christ continue to grow, right? First Peter chapter 1, verses 20 through 23. You know what? As a matter of fact, let's just go ahead and mark this page in your Bible and go ahead and turn there to First Peter uh, chapter 1. And I'm going to read verses uh, 20 through 23 here this morning. So 1 Peter chapter 1. And starting in verse 20, it says, it's speaking of Jesus here, and it says, He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest, right, in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. 
Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. And, and this is what I want to point out to you here, uh, verse 23. It says, Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. That is the incorruptible seed, right? So today, the Spirit of the Lord still works through the preaching of the word, right? Causing people to be born again. And this is the ultimate miracle that a person can experience, right? Think about it. If someone is healed physically, or let's say all of a sudden they have an influx of wealth or, or just good times, things start happening with what they would call good in their lives. The truth of the matter is, is these things are only a temporary fix because you're still going to physically die, right? It's appointed to man once to die, okay? So we're all going to get to that place unless, of course, the Lord ends it all today. Today's the last day and the Lord comes back. We'll be quickly changed and we'll ever be with the Lord, right? But we're going to someday leave all of our possessions behind, okay? So it's just a temporary fix if we're healed physically from something, but it's an eternal fix when someone comes to faith in Jesus. And this happens through a person being born again through the Word of God, the preaching of the Word of God, the teaching of the Word of God. Do you remember Philip on, uh, when he came upon that Ethiopian man and uh, the man was reading the Bible and Philip came up to him and said, do you understand what you're reading? And the Ethiopian man said to him, how can I unless someone teaches it to me? So, and then this man heard the teaching of the Word of God, was baptized, came to faith in Jesus, right? Gave his life to Jesus. And we don't know the story after that, but he probably took the gospel message and his experience back to his country in Ethiopia. But the Holy Spirit was working, you know, in this day as we're studying the book of Acts through the apostles of Jesus, causing people to come to faith in him. And, you know, and that's the whole reason that Jesus came in the first place. He came to save lost souls, the lost souls of this world. So again, a physical uh, miracle, uh, a healing or something is wonderful, but it's temporary at best. But the healing of the soul, right, that is the soul being born again, it has eternal value. And this is the most important thing. It's what the Lord cares most about today for your life is your soul and the condition of your soul. Have you been born again, right? So that is why there is nothing more important than the preaching of the gospel the living Word of God. Uh, the salvation of the soul is the key issue. And back in the book of Acts, go ahead and flip back there now, we're seeing, again, the Acts of the Apostles by the leading of the Spirit. And all of this is producing the result of people coming to faith in Jesus. 
verse 36 continues and says, At Joppa there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. Now, here we have mention in the Bible of a female disciple of Jesus Christ. You see, both men and women can be and are used in a powerful way by the Lord. All right, Through the working of the Holy Spirit in the life of this woman, we're told that she was full of good works and charitable deeds. This is the example that she was to others around her. This is such a wonderful story here. Such a short little section in the book of Acts, but very powerful if you take time to think about it. This woman was highly respected and loved as a disciple of Jesus because of what she did. But it happened in verse 37, it says, but it happened in those days that she became sick and died. When they had washed her, laid her in an upper room, and since Lydda was near Joppa and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he had come, they brought him to the upper room, and all the window and all the widows, excuse me, stood by him weeping, showing the tunics and garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them. So this, again, this is just a wonderful scene here. Peter, having been summoned, summoned to come, right, was now in the upper room with a group of widows that lived in the city or town Joppa. And they were all weeping and showing to Peter all the wonderful things that this woman had made for others. She was a giving woman as a disciple of Jesus. And her good works were exemplified by the things that she made for others. That's how her, that's how Christ in her was seen. She was making things for others. She was a giving person. Right? So it's easy to see that being a disciple of Jesus is, is not just about being a pastor, a preacher, a teacher, or having the gifts of healing, or being an evangelist, or you know, this or that. There are so many ways that you can be used in the body of Christ, right? And all of these things that I just mentioned, you know, pastor, teacher, and all of that stuff, yeah, they all exist in the body of Christ. But here we see a, a wonderful example of this female disciple of Jesus that used her talents and her abilities to serve the body of Christ that dwelled around her. And there are many needs within the body of Christ. So much that you can be part of. So much that you can do, right? There's the, you know, things like the preparation of food, the making of garments, right? Uh, the building of homes and other types of structures for meetings, car repairs, on and on it goes. You have something you can do. 
You have something you can give. Something that you can contribute to the body of Christ. Do not underestimate the work that you can do as a member of the body of Christ. Okay, Tabitha or, or Dorcas here had a tremendous impact on the lives of others in the way that she lived out her life as a disciple of Jesus. So just a wonderful story. I feel like I just want to dwell within this story here for a long time, you know, but we'll move on. Verse 40, but Peter put them out, put them all out and knelt down and prayed and turning to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. Then he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it became known throughout all Joppa. And what happened here? I see another miracle took place. But what happened? Many believed on the Lord. So it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon a tanner. So again, I'm stressing this point here, but a miracle takes place. And what happens? People get saved. Okay? But there was this wonderful impact of this woman in the community. And uh, so, but I really just want to reiterate to you that that is the primary work of the Holy Spirit. That is people coming to faith in Jesus. That's the primary work of the Holy Spirit. And you will find that all throughout the book of Acts, right? So when we gather today as believers... We have the, the book of Acts as a template, if you will, right? We, we need the preaching of the Word. We need the teaching of the Word of God. And we need to be edifying one another. That is, building each other up. We need to be doing that within the body of Christ, exhorting one another, comforting one another, using our gifts and our talents for the benefit of others, the body of Christ, right? If a member of the body is hurting or needs financial assistance, needs meals, needs clothing, you can do something about it. And if I'm saying you can do something about it, and if you can do something about it, do something about it. Step up and do something about it. Right? If you have a pastor or a Bible teacher that you can support as he takes his time to preach the Word of God and to exhort others, then do it. Tabitha, also known as Dorcas, was a disciple of the Lord. Again, that was so well known for her good deeds, so well loved, that it was a tremendous loss to the body of Christ that she had passed away. She had a tremendous impact. And these men went searching out Peter and said, please come, please come. Remember, these are all believers. And none of them there All the people, all the believers in this town of Joppa, all around this woman, they knew what they had to do. They had to go to the apostle Peter so that he could perform a miracle because they believed that he could because they knew that he was an apostle of the Lord. And again, that was the role of the apostles in that day. But all of us can do something. 
We are all capable of something and we can do it as unto the Lord. There's something that we can give within the body of Christ. There's work to be done in helping others, in reaching out to others, in loving others, right? Don't underestimate your ability to serve in the body of Christ. And we are going to go ahead, and since this is the end of the chapter here, I'm going to go ahead and stop this teaching for today. God bless. If there's anything that we can do for you, uh, if you need any um, spiritual help, any counseling, you can go ahead and reach out to me. You can go to our website, which is aloveoutreach.com. You can go on there and fill out the contact forms and reach out to us that way. Or uh, you can go ahead and just email me directly at dave at aloveoutreach.com. Um, that is dave at aloveoutreach.com. I'd love to pray for you or help you in any way that I can from, a, from the Word of God's standpoint. But we appreciate you watching, and uh, we will see you next time. God bless.